Welcome to Growth Island, your go-to podcast on how to be the best version of yourself. Now, let's join your host, Mess Freeze, as he interviews high performers and experts in nutrition, meditation, exercise, relationships, business, general health, and life's bigger mysteries. Welcome back. So we all know that we need to brush our teeth. But is it really that simple? So after I got into the rabbit hole of health, it turns out that it's not that simple. It's actually a lot more, well, potentially not complex, but there's a lot of stuff that most of us don't know that uh, can actually change something for our health. So I'm extremely excited that I got uh, Trina Philippa on. She's recognized as one of the leading experts in the U.S. when it comes to natural oil care for the better health. She's also the creator and the CEO of Primal Life Organics, that's definitely something you want to go check out. It's a premier all-natural skin and dental care company. And that focus on the microbiome, something that I already have a lot of episodes on. So if you've been following, you know how important that is. And, and oral health. So she's also a best-selling author of the Beauty's Dirty Secret. She's been on Dave Asprey's podcast, a ton of other stuff. She also has more than 2 million views on, on YouTube. Like 2 million, that's a fair bit of people been uh, following this stuff. So tell us something about that Trina has a, a big impact. So Trina, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm super excited to mouth off with you today. <laughs> so this is my favorite topic. <laughs> so Trina, tell me your story. Like um, oral health is not what comes to most people's mind when they think about just like health and so on. It's more like the gym, eating some stuff and that kind of, those kind of areas. Yeah. And I grew up with um, my my mom or the dentist and or the saying, good health starts inside your mouth. And I don't know if you've heard that saying before, but um, it's so true. But we just don't stop and think about or understand what that really means, the impact of that statement and how it's actually true. And as you mentioned, the microbiome is extremely important. We talk about digestive health and the microbiome of the gut. And if it's not balanced or if it's out of balance and you have too much bad stuff in your gut, um, it breaks down everything, including your immune system. It breaks down your barrier and it allows bad things to get crossed through your membrane into your body. That causes inflammation inside your body. That That is the down cycle for everything else. That Well, what I'd like to um, impact upon people is your digestive system doesn't start in your stomach. It doesn't start 12 inches down into your, into your body. It actually starts inside your mouth. So if you're not taking care of your mouth, you're actually missing the first 12 inches of your immune system. So uh, what that means is if you're brushing with the wrong products, if you're, if you're killing all of your good bacteria, you're only growing bad bacteria. Everything inside your mouth gets swallowed and what you swallow ends up feeding and seeding the rest of your digestive system. So if we don't start at, at the start of our digestive system and change the microbiome in there, you can change, you can take probiotics, you can do all sorts of things, eat you know the, the foods like yogurt that have cultures in them or um, different types of uh, fermented foods. But if you don't change the start of the digestive system, you'll never completely heal your gut. So it starts inside your mouth. A little bit about my story and how I um, really got started with dental health. 
as a nurse, I, I know that dental health is extremely important or oral health. We are very big um, as nurses into giving mouth care or oral care in the hospital. In fact, every two hours, we would swab the mouth, probably with the wrong type of stuff now that I know this, um, but we would clean the teeth, clean the mouth because it's really important. But when I started my own business, um, I'd been doing natural skincare for a while. And my daughter at the age of two had a tooth erupt. Where's my prop? I like my teeth. I like my props. Had a tooth, a molar erupt in the back. It was a two-year-old molar. It came in um, and it had a natural cavity in it or a natural defect. We were brushing her teeth one morning and my husband looked in there and he's like, look at that. What is that? Well, we took her to the dentist and the dentist took one look at the tooth and he said, that's a natural cavity. It, help, it happened during, um, when, during um, development in utero. It, it happens when mom has like a, a fever right when that tooth is being developed or some sort of viral or bacterial infection or stress, but it happened. And he said, well, we can, we'll put a temporary filling in it since she's just two. That temporary filling will probably fall out every six to eight weeks. And every time it falls out, we'll reevaluate. Is it time to pull the tooth or should we try another filling? He said, most likely within one year, she'll lose that tooth. So as we are getting ready to leave the office, he says, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. We'll, we'll just hope for the best. And immediately I thought, well, this mom is not hoping for the best. This mom is going to see if there's something I can do to help keep that tooth in place. Because I know that every tooth in your mouth is connected to an organ in your body. And that disconnect can create some problems internally that you just don't even know is happening. So I wanted to make sure that the tooth survived for as long as it could. My hopes would be um, up until about 12 years was when that tooth would fall out and be replaced with a permanent tooth. So I was hoping to get that tooth as close to the 12 year mark as possible. So I started doing my research. I went home. I started re researching dental health, natural dental health, um, how to heal a cavity, all sorts of buzzwords that were coming to mind. And there was really some great information that was kind of buried. What I was discovering was if I kept brushing her teeth with the same things that I was using, and I was actually using some natural products at the time. I wasn't going to do anything to keep that tooth in place. I was actually going to be causing more harm because there are, and we'll get into it in a little bit, there are three things that I think that your mouth needs or your teeth need in order to actually remineralize or heal, support your microbiome and support your gum health. Those are the three most important things. You want strong teeth, which is really thick, strong, hard enamel. You want a good bacteria that's going to support not just that, it's going to support good gum health and it's going to support digestive health, but you also need healthy gum tissue. Without good, healthy gum tissue, you get that leaky gut syndrome and inside your mouth, leaky gum syndrome, where the bad stuff can leak through into your system because your gums have a lot of blood flow. So there's a lot of blood flow. There's, a, there's the potential for getting the wrong stuff in. It travels throughout your body and potentially can go anywhere to any organ system. So I did my research and I found Dr. Weston A. Price. He was a dentist in the early 1900s that discovered that 
the people living in third world countries had these big, beautiful white teeth, big jaws, and they were healthy. And what's up with that? Because here in the US, you know, this was before supersizing, but here in the US, our dental health wasn't as good as their dental health. So what's going on? And what he really discovered is that it was related to the minerals that they were they were in consuming inside their mouth. So what we need to know is that what happens inside your mouth doesn't happen because of your bloodstream. You can't take a vitamin or a supplement to improve your dental health. It happens inside your mouth, which means you have to eat your minerals. You have to have minerals inside your mouth. You have to have an alkaline mouth and you have to have these two conditions happening at the same time. Because anytime there's acids inside your mouth that wears away at your enamel, kills your good bacteria and remineralization won't happen. He discovered all of this and found that the dirt or the soil that they were growing their plants in, that they were using to clean their teeth was actually providing alkaline and minerals, an alkaline environment and minerals. And that's why they were so healthy. And that kept their mouth healthy, that kept their digestion healthy, and that kept their internal health systems. These people don't suffer from heart disease and diabetes and obesity and all those inflammatory diseases that the rest of the world, you know, is suffering from. So I took that information and I decided I would try making some dental products. And I made what I call dirty mouth tooth powder. That was my first product that I made. And it's made with a blend of three different clays. And the clays themselves have the minerals in them that your teeth need to remineralize. More importantly, or just as important, these two things go side by side. It's alkaline. I added baking soda to make it a little more alkaline. When it's alkaline, as you're brushing your teeth, changes the alkalinity from acid to alkaline, supports good bacteria, won't kill your good guys, just kills the bad guys. But it allows those minerals to go back into your enamel to strengthen your enamel and prevent things like cavities from happening. And if you do have demineralization or sensitive spots or a cavity, the possibility of laying those minerals back down and healing that cavity are very good. So long story short, my dental, um, my dirty mouth tooth powder is my best selling product right you know, now. Um, it, we've healed millions of cavities or prevented cavities um, from millions of people. And my daughter's tooth, that same tooth that was supposed to need replacement of that cavity filling and probably would fall out with it or be pulled within a year, she lost that tooth naturally at the age of 12. And that original filling was in place. It's She never had to have that original filling replaced. And when the tooth fell out, you could actually see the, the remineralization of that tooth protecting that filling and holding it in place. That's my story in a nutshell. That's fantastic. <laughs> and there's, I think it's also just the whole like brushing of teeth and what they do around the world. I learned that the way that we got the habit of brushing teeth is from marketing more than yeah. like we need to do it two times a day. And uh, that one of the things that got put into like creative real habit was that it kind of like um, that feeling in the, in the, in the mouth, which is not necessarily better for your teeth, but it's just to give that habit and connect that like now I brush my teeth, I have that uh, sensation in my mouth. Right. Yes. Um, we've been brainwashed into believing that we brush our teeth to clean our mouth. And if our mouth is sterile and feels like clean, then we're good. 
And honestly, you don't want a sterile mouth. If you have a sterile mouth, a sterile environment inside your mouth, you are open to all the bad bacteria and your good bacteria that's going to protect you and keep you safe and keep your gums healthy and your teeth mineralized that you're, you're opening it up to the bad stuff. That's going to create all the wrong environment. And unfortunately that stuff overpowers the good stuff. So when you end up with acids inside your mouth, you have demineralization of your teeth, you have bad breath, which then leads that cycle of chewing gum. That's not good for you either to freshen your breath, eating breath mints full of sugar or other harmful ingredients uh, um, that really doesn't do any good, anything for your breath. The best way to combat bad breath is to allow your good microbiome to take over and get rid of the stuff that's creating that that havoc inside your mouth. So I always tell people get rid of the mouthwash. If it's got alcohol in it, if it has triclosan in your toothpaste or your mouthwash, if it has artificial, anything sweetener, um, flavor, um, anything like that, it's actually doing more harm than good. And that's, what's creating bad breath. In fact, bad breath is the very first sign that there's an imbalance in the bacteria inside your mouth, because if you have the right balance, you won't have bad breath. So most of my customers, that's one of the first things that they notice is that they can wake up in the morning and they don't have that foul mouth or that foul breath. Of course, it's going to be a little stale because you haven't drank all night, but it's not foul. So um, that's one of the most, um, the misconceptions is bad breath needs to be taken care of because I've got the wrong bacteria inside the mouth. Well, it's true that if you kill off your good bacteria, you're going to be on that cycle of continuous bad bacteria, continuous bad breath. And then that leads to the breakdown of everything else, your gum tissue, your enamel, you end up with sensitive teeth leads to cavities and um, all everything else. So what are the, the no-go's? You mentioned some of them. So if someone takes their toothpaste out and they're like, turn around, they're like, pause the episode, they find it. <clears throat> what are like the things that we're reading on and being like, okay, time to change. This is, this is really bad. Yeah, I don't know um, about how what 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 the toothpaste where you're at is um, contains. So there might be some different ingredients, mm -hmm. um, but and I don't know what the feeling is of fluoride or if you guys even use fluoride over there. Um, but here in the U.S., fluoride's big, and I'm not a big proponent of fluoride. I'm not going to go into the whole fluoride debate because that could be like a whole podcast itself. But yeah. um, what I do like to tell people is you you weren't born with fluoride in your body unless you got it from your mother. If your mother had excess fluoride or fluoride in her systems, then you probably receive some fluoride. Fluoride's not normally in your bone and it's not normally in your teeth. And your teeth are made up of the same minerals as bone. And um, it's your teeth are actually stronger than your bones. They're weaker. They get cavities. They get breakdown because they're in an acidic environment. The Most of the foods that we eat today um, most uh, drinks that we drink, soft drinks, coffee, are all acidic. Red meat is acidic. Pretty much if it's green and it's a vegetable, it's alkaline. Almost everything else is acidic by nature. The acids from the foods that we're eating are creating that wear down and breakdown of your enamel and your good bacteria. And to counteract that, we need to brush with things 
and eat things that are alkaline by nature and that have the minerals in them. Because if you're eating broccoli, and especially if it's organic, grown in organic soil, it's going to have a higher mineral content than something that's non-organic um, or something that is um, alkaline. And if it's if you're eating broccoli and it's alkaline, that's cleaning your mouth and it's allowing the minerals from the broccoli as you're chewing to be reabsorbed into your into your teeth. Now it is a lock-in key mechanism. So if you lost a phosphorus mineral from your tooth and it's at the ionic form, you have to replace it with phosphorus. So that's why variety is really important. But that's one of the reasons that I use clay as the basis for my my dental products because clay has a bunch of minerals, not just calcium and phosphorus, which are the primary ones in your teeth, but manganese and silica and man magnesium, all sorts of ions. So if you've lost a manganese, the clay has manganese in it that you, as you're brushing, the chances of it brushing with um, a manganese iron or whatever's been lost is very good. And it's alkaline. So it's going to allow it to go back into the enamel and lay down those foundations and rebuild the enamel again. Some of the ingredients that I like to tell people to watch out for include, and these are the most common um, ingredients found in toothpaste. Um, sodium lauryl sulfate, SLS, is, um, is it's what makes it froth inside your mouth. So clay, most clay tooth powders or toothpaste, my tooth powder is not going to froth inside your mouth. And that's okay. Um, frothing actually signal signalizes or symbolizes that something harsh is being used. So SLS um, will cause that frothing, which most people assimilate with clean. I assimilate with overclean. And um, triclosan is another one. Triclosan is like an antibiotic. It kills everything. It, you know, when you see um, on mouthwashes kills 99% of germs. Mm. Well, it's not That's just not killing. Yeah. It's not just killing the good stuff. It's killing 99.9%. Mm. .9 so that means it's wiping out your bad, your good stuff too. So triclosan is, I always say it's like taking an antibiotic and um, we know that antibiotic use, um, especially even if you're just taking a two week course, destroys the microbiome in your gut. You can end up with diarrhea. You can end up with constipation. You can end up with leaky gut syndrome. It's that imbalance. It destroys all the, the bacteria. So it takes a while to fix that or replenish the bacteria inside your mouth. When you're brushing with something that has triclosan and even SLS in it, it's like taking an antibiotic twice a day for life inside your mouth and expecting your mouth to be healthy. Well, the same thing is happening. If you took an antibiotic twice a day for life, you will never be able to get a good bacteria inside your mouth. You will end up with digestive issues that lead to internal health issues. So those two ingredients are the number two, uh, one and two that I say to look out for. Alcohol, same thing. And um, that's usually in mouthwashes. Um, get rid of the alcohol, get rid of most mouthwashes aren't healthy for you. They don't do what you want them to really do. When you know what you want a mouthwash to do, it's not doing that. Um, I'll tell you what you can use instead of that. But uh, alcohol, artificial color, you know, the green in the toothpaste or the green in the mouthwash isn't a natural green. It is artificial colors. Uh, so get rid of the artificial everything that's toxic for your body. Artificial sweeteners, 
Um, you know, the only sweetener I don't mind using, or I like to use in dental products, most of my dental products are not sweetened, by the way. Um, that's a brain hack. I can tell you about that in a minute, but um, most of them are not sweetened. The ones that I do sweeten, I sweeten with monk fruit and monk fruit is an antioxidant. It is not an actual sugar. So there's no, um, no spiking um, insulin or anything like that. Um, it's actually uh, helping increase um, your antioxidant level inside your mouth and reducing the inflammation that way. So that's the only sweetener I allow um, for myself is monk fruit in, in sweeteners. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I mix. Um, glycerin is another ingredient that's in a lot of natural toothpaste. It's in most art, uh, commercially made toothpaste, but it's even in natural toothpaste. Glycerin puts a coating. It's, it puts us, I like to say like saran wrap or a bandaid over your enamel. And that prevents minerals from getting into your enamel. Even if the environment is right, it's that saran wrap band-aid coating. And it's on there primarily so that you don't feel the sensitivities if you have lost minerals. You won't feel the sensitivity. So it's actually doing more harm than good because it's not letting minerals get back in and it's allowing your, your demineralization to happen even more. So glycerin is a big no-no for me. Um, and it takes a little bit of time to get that glycerin off. When you start brushing with um, what, you know, a clay base, like my dirty mouth tooth powder, it's going to brush off that glycerin coating from the previous toothpaste that you might have been using. What sometimes happens is that you'll end up with an increase in sensitivity for just a day or two. Usually it's just a day or two. I tell people if that happens, brush three times a day. The more you brush with a mineral rich powder, the faster you're going to remineralize your teeth and get rid of that sensitivity. It, it doesn't take very long. And when you were saying that, you know, um, you, brushing your teeth isn't as simple as we thought. It's interesting because it's, we, if we keep it simple, we just change what we're using. We don't, you know, we can do a better job. It's just that we're using the wrong tools inside our mouth. We're using the wrong products. So we should um, still brush two times a day. Twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> brushing in the morning um, and brushing at night. That's what I, you know, I recommend. And then you can brush midday. Um, that's always, you know, you can brush more often. That's not going to hurt you. It's only going to hurt you if you're using the wrong products. Actually, I tell people, if you're not using the right products, you're actually doing more harm by brushing your teeth with things that are destroying your microbiome. You're better off with a toothbrush and water. Seriously, mm -hmm. if you're not brushing with something that's good for you, you're actually doing more harm than good. You're better off. And they've done the studies that, that you're better off brushing with water and a, and a brush to get rid of the bad stuff. Your saliva is really your body's way of protecting you. So your saliva is what's working for you all day long to rinse away the bad stuff. And it's alkaline by nature or semi-alkaline. It's more neutral, but it's supposed to neutralize acids and it does have minerals in it. It's supposed to have minerals in your, in your saliva. That's your body's way to remineralize your teeth. The problem is most of us are eating and drinking and brushing with the wrong stuff. So we're too acidic by nature that our saliva can't work properly. Your saliva also has proteins in it that are antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiviral. So it is your immune system. It's the way that your body protects itself um, for your gatekeeper, your, your entryway into that pathway that goes all the way through your system. 
So is there anything about how we brush our teeth as well? So one thing is what we use <clears throat> and then how we brush it. Anything there that's kind of been like misunderstood or where we're doing more harm than good? Well, I always say a, a really soft toothbrush. The bristles need to be soft, not hard. The hard toothbrushes are going to, um, they're not going to wear away your enamel as much unless your enamel is really that bad. If it's really thin, it's more of your gum tissue. Your gum tissue is very fragile. And if you start, if you're wearing it away with a hard toothbrush and brushing super hard, you're not going to be able to regenerate your gum tissue very quickly. You can regenerate gum tissue, but you've got to change the environment inside your mouth. If your mouth is acidic all the time, you're not going to be able to heal that wound. It's like a, it, it is a wound. Your gum tissue gets broken down and it's a wound. And if you think about a wound on your, on your hand or your leg, if there's um, a decrease in blood flow or any inflammation, or um, if you poured acid on your wound on your hand, do you think it would heal very quickly? N not a, not a chance. If you, if you put a nice alkaline balm on it, it'll heal much quicker. So it's the same type of thing. Brushing with something that's going to actually increase blood flow, increase detoxification, reduce the bad bacteria, make it alkaline. All of those things are going to heal. You talked about red light therapy. So this might be a good time to um, move into other ways that you can keep your mouth healthy besides just what you're brushing with. And red light therapy has been used for years to increase blood flow and reduce inflammation in the skin. It's helped heal wounds, mainly because of those factors. Um, blue light therapy is beneficial to reduce bacteria. So red and blue light do different things and they have to be at the right wavelength, mm. wherever you're using them, they have to have the right wavelength. So what I did is develop a, um, a white a device that goes inside your mouth we it's a teeth whitening device but it's more than that because it uses both red and blue led lights and the blue and the red led lights pretty much like light up your mouth i like to say that your mouth is like a cave and um the lights light the cave light the cave up so this is the blue light and then the red light and then if you switch it again, it, you can't tell, but it does both red and blue at the same time. So there's 16 red, 16 blue lights. And then when you do it together, it's um, 16 and 16. So 32 lights, the red light, I'll turn it back on. Uh, I'll do blue light. The blue light reduces the bacteria inside the mouth. So when you have this in your mouth with the gel on, the blue light's going to reduce the bacteria inside the mouth. The red light... Let me go back to the red. Okay. The red light like this, the red light reduces the inflammation of the gum tissue. Like we were talking about, it increases blood flow. So that's going to help heal your gums. And then doing the benefit of doing them both together is obviously you get both of them um, going at the same time. You're going to increase blood flow to your gum tissue. So most people just do the, the treatment together, but you can do one or the other for a shorter treatment if you want. But using it with long, the gel. How long is that? It's a six, 15, 16 minute treatment. Okay. So you put the gel on and the gel is peroxide free and it does have, it's an olive oil based gel with clay in it to help remineralize your teeth, help detox your mouth and your gum tissues, has essential oils that are going to help with the bacteria as well as whitening your teeth. And then um, olive oil, it helps to soothe your gums, helps to, it's got a lot of vitamins, nutrients, but it's not going to pull moisture and it's not going to 
um, hurt or cause more damage to gum tissue. Peroxide is interesting. When I started doing research, one of the reasons I came out with a teeth whitening device and system and gel is to give everyone an option that's different than peroxide because peroxide is actually more damaging to your teeth and your microbiome inside your mouth than it is good for your teeth. It's actually not even good for your teeth. What it we does- a, is it We had a very big case in Denmark where one of the biggest influencers <clears throat> was uh, making commercials for this teeth whitening thing. That was also something you put up and it was a huge case because it turned out like this was actually damaging the teeth quite a lot. Yeah. It does. So this is how peroxide works. So the layer beneath your enamel, the enamel is the outermost part of your tooth. It's that hard part, harder than bone. But when your um, enamel starts to wear thin because of diet and acids and brushing with the wrong things, it starts to get real thin. And your dentin is the layer beneath your enamel. And your dentin, just like in this tooth, if you're if you're watching the video, the the dentin is off color. So it's either bluish, grayish, or sometimes it's like a yellowish color by nature. And it's fluid filled. Your dentin has some minerals in it, and it's semi-hard, but it's fluid filled. So it's your shock absorber. So that every time you bite into something, you're not ouch, 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 because under your dentin, it has your pulp, which contains your nerves and your blood vessels. So your dentin's kind of like your protector. It has some antimicrobial, antibacterial, antiviral um, proteins in it as well to keep this clean and protect the root of your tooth and your pulp. What happens with peroxide as you lose the minerals in your teeth and your teeth become dingy, peroxide, um, you, you start to see the dentin layer through it, which is that off color, which is why a lot of times your teeth look dingy anyway. You can remove the surface stains, but your teeth still look dingy. So the, it's because you're seeing that um, dentin layer through. So what peroxide does is that it pulls out the moisture. It dehydrates your dentin. And when you do that, it makes it more opaque, meaning it's more see-through. So if you make this layer more see-through, you have whiter teeth. And the higher the peroxide content, the faster it is, the, re the faster it works, the whiter your teeth will look. The reason it hurts is because peroxide is caustic. It's painful to your nerves. And so you feel it absorb into your dentin, it's dehydrating your dentin, it gets in touch with your nerves and you're like, ah, this hurts. So it's caustic to your nerves, it destroys your good bacteria, but it weakens. If you're pulling the fluid out of this layer that's beneath your enamel, it's actually weakening your tooth. Um, by nature. So instead of peroxide, that's why I created my gel that comes with the whole kit. When you order the LED teeth whitener, you get the entire kit and it comes with, uh, oh, I have one here. It comes with 20 treatments of the gel itself. And um, it's the peroxide free. So it's going to help rebuild your enamel. It's going to help um, with your gum health and it's going to help, um, with the microbiome inside your mouth, using it with the light therapy is going to make it even better. That's why I love putting the light therapy in inside the mouth. So, and I do have a special um, offer um, extending to your audience that um, I'll give you a link. So make sure that you're 
clicking through the link that's given to you um, because you'll get 60% off the LED teeth whitener. And that's fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Trina. Yeah, so you're I, welcome. I'm a huge fan of photobiomodulation. Just to understand a bit of like the red light, is that activating the mitochondria then in the gums as well? Or like, how does that work? Absolutely. So what's really nice about light therapy, like, you know, it doesn't just hit the, the surface of yeah. the skin, it penetrates. So yeah. the same thing with inside your mouth, the light therapy actually penetrates. I think it can go like four to seven. Um, I think it's millimeters into the tissue. So when you think about that, think about between your teeth where you can't get very easily where your floss can get, but you can't normally. So the gum tissue up between your teeth and deeper in, you can see the light lights up your whole mouth, but mm. it actually penetrates in, and you're right, the, the mitochondria, the cells, it can get in there. Um, collagen and elastin, your, your tissue inside your mouth, your gum tissue has collagen and elastin and light therapy has been proven to increase both collagen and elastin production inside. So that's what helps rebuild your gum tissue. Let's not forget about the bone. You have bone that's holding your teeth in and that can become um, weakened as well. And that's when you start to get loose teeth as well. So um, the, the light, the benefit of the light is that it can penetrate deep and hopefully reach the, the bone as well, stimulate the bone tissue, stimulate collagen inside the bone as well. So it goes deeper than just the surface level of what you see shining out it goes deeper and penetrates actually into the gum tissue and all, you know, don't forget all of your mouth tissue. Um, most people will, um, if you, if you suffer from like canker sores or mouth sores, most people, when they switch over to my dental products, as well as using the, the light therapy inside their mouth, the real white teeth whitening system, most people see a significant decrease. And many say that they, they, their mouth sores go away completely. They, they really don't have that. And a lot of times what happens is those canker sores or those mouth sores develop because of an ulceration or an irritation because of the harsh ingredients inside the mouth, the acids inside the mouth. So by helping increase blood flow, um, anytime you increase blood flow, you do a couple things. It's not just blood flow. Blood brings nutrients. It brings oxygen. So you're obviously going to stimulate healing. But the other factor that most people forget about is that it takes away the bad stuff, detoxification. Your body has to have a way to get rid of the dead cells, get rid of the junk, get rid of the toxins. One way is to eliminate it through, um, I, you know, like sweat and through just, especially with your skin and even your gums, just eliminating it out of it. But if there's any breakdown or congestion there, um, you've got to have another pathway. And that other pathway is blood flow. When you reduce blood flow, you reduce that you get congested and, and you get, you know, cells that can't develop naturally because they're swimming in acids. Cause when a cell erupts, a lot of times the inside can be more acidic by nature than, um, and, and they'll create those acids. So you really want to increase blood flow um, to stimulate that increase in nutrient and oxygen, but also increase the detoxification as well. Fascinating. I think it's so fascinating what's happening <clears throat> with photobiomodulation and how 
we're seeing the beauty clinics for like uh, the face. We're seeing like several like actually double blind studies with uh, with hair as well. If you have the right thing, um, and how it's being used in the the top football clubs, sports clubs around the world, and then of course it makes sense to use in the mouth as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really quick, I want to go over. I don't want to leave anybody here hanging with what do I look for in my dental products because I always mm. like to say. Um, you know, when I developed my products, there were three things that are a must. My standards, three things that the product that you're using must contain minerals. So if you're brushing with something that um, is pretty much off the shelf and a commercially made product, I'm, I can almost guarantee that the only thing they're putting in there is fluoride. And I don't consider that a mineral that I'm talking about. So I'm talking about calcium and phosphorus and manganese and silica, those types of minerals that are actually found in your teeth. Um, so you want to make sure it's got minerals in it. The best medium by for my, in my opinion, is clay because it contains the ion form of not just calcium and phosphorus, like I talked about, but a bunch of minerals and it's slightly alkaline. So you're going to get that alkalinity as well. So clay, look for clay in your dental products. And if your toothpaste or what you're brushing with um, powder or paste doesn't contain clay, it might be time to switch to something that does. The second thing you want to look for, it has to be alkaline. If it's not alkaline, you can have all the minerals in the world in that powder or paste, and they're not going to do you a bit of good. You're going to brush and you're going to spit them all out and your teeth aren't going to absorb any of them. So it has to be alkaline. What you tells you that? something is alkaline? baking soda. It's the number one ingredient to be able to put in dental products that's alkaline and going to improve the ability of your teeth to absorb those minerals. So you want to look for clay and you want to look for, for um, baking soda. And the third thing is detoxification. If that, whatever you're brushing your teeth with, doesn't have anything that's going to pull toxins out of your tissues, you're really defeating the purpose of healing your gum tissue. And the best medium, again, is clay. So if it's got clay and baking soda, you're in great shape. How does that work? So your, your gum tissue is, in, is exposed to everything. It's not just exposed to the foods that you eat. And by the way, the foods that you eat probably might have heavy metals in them. Um, like tap water contains a lot of heavy metals, can contain drug waste, can contain... Um, it depends on the food sources that you're eating, um, pesticides, herbicides, um, uh, hormones, all sorts of things, not to mention pollution, you're breathing in your mouth is also exposed to pollution radiation. So your mouth is exposed to a lot of things and gets absorbed into the tissues. So if you can use clay, clay is going to bind to those things, the toxins, the heavy metals, pull them out and super clean your gum tissue as well, not just your teeth. And it will help pull out toxins from your teeth because you can absorb those things into your teeth as well. Your teeth are living. They are living. They can be healed. Um, your enamel. So think of it that way. So you want to look for clay or something that has minerals in it. Clay for me is the best. Um, and baking soda. Those two ingredients are going to be the key ingredients and tell you whether what you're using is actually going to remineralize your teeth, help with your microbiome and heal your gum tissue. Um, as far as mouthwash goes, 
I usually say ditch the mouthwash. I would say probably 97% of the mouthwashes out there are no good for you. So unless you know what you're doing, um, there's a good chance or looking for, there's a good chance what you're using isn't going to be helpful. What I like to use instead is gum serum. I think it, you know, when you think about putting a serum or an oil-based um, product on any tissue, it's going to heal better. Would you rather put alcohol on your, your cut on your arm? Or would you rather put um, an oil base like olive oil, jojoba oil, red raspberry seed oil? What do you think is going to heal it better pouring alcohol or putting an oil on? Obviously, it's going to be the oil. Your gums are no different. Oil is alkaline by nature. It's antimicrobial. It's antibacterial. And it contains vitamins and nutrients that will help heal your cut or your gum tissue. So what I created is a gum serum. It's my dirty mouth gum serum. It's an olive oil base. Olive oil will help detox your gums as well, but it's going to have the nutrients and soothing action. And then 11 essential oils that help reduce inflammation and help increase blood flow as well as support a good microbiome inside your mouth. The nice thing about gum serum, just like regular oil, is it's going to absorb so it's not just going to be like over your gums. It's going to absorb into the tissue. So it can actually be absorbed in between your, your teeth as well and be absorbed into the tissue. So it's not just like rinsing with something that's water-based. Water-based products like mouthwash aren't going to absorb. They're just going to strip away what's out there, including your good bacteria. Whereas an oil-based product is going to absorb and heal. So my gum serum is my number one. You put it on, it replaces mouthwash. You just put a couple drops, two or three drops on your finger and you rub it on your gum tissue after you brush your teeth. Super easy to use. I have everything um, and I'm gonna offer this as well as a discount. This is my dental detox kit and it contains everything you need for a 60 day supply for your dental health. And it doesn't just contain um, my dental my dental powder, my tooth powder. Um, you get a morning and a nighttime tooth powder. The nighttime tooth powder has the same blend of three clays, baking soda and peppermint essential oil. It has charcoal added to it. So charcoal inside the mouth is great. Um, it helps to pull toxins. It just doesn't have any minerals in it. So you don't wanna just brush with straight charcoal. So I blended my charcoal with my um, clays and my baking soda so that it's actually beneficial. Whitening a little bit better and also detoxification. You also get my floss picks, a box of floss picks, which is enough for about 60 days. So my dental floss picks are biodegradable. The handle is made from cornstarch, will biodegrade. And then the pick itself, the floss is made from um, it's a bamboo string infused with charcoal. So you're going to get that detoxification between your gums as well. So um, you'll get floss picks. You also get a toothbrush. My toothbrush is made of bamboo. Um, so the handle's bamboo. The brush head itself is black. You have to be careful on the market. There's a lot of black brush heads, but most of them are dyed black. Whereas mine is black because there's charcoal, activated charcoal infused into the bristles. So when you're brushing, it's going to help whiten and detox a little bit better. And it's biodegradable and it's soft. You've got the soft toothbrush. And then How you're also going to get use? my copper tongue scraper. Let me see. How long should you use the toothbrush for before you need to change it? 
Um, it's same as a normal toothbrush. I recommend between two months and um, three months changing yep. it out. If you get sick and you have a um, you know viral or bacterial infection, probably switch it out after that as well. Um, but or you can dip it in. You you can actually use like the light therapy to clean it or dip it in a peroxide to help clean it um, before using it again. And then I don't have my, um, let me see it. Maybe I do have one. Um, my copper tongue scraper is also included in this. This is my happy papillae. Your papillae are your taste buds and those get clogged. That white film over your tongue is bacterial growth and it's bacteria that's colonizing plaque on your teeth is um, the biggest biofilm in the body. And on your tongue, that biofilm is the white stuff. And that's just bacteria. So scraping your tongue every morning, even every night is going to improve your breath, improve your health, improve the acid level inside your mouth, and it's going to improve your taste. So copper, if you take care of it, it could last a lifetime. So, um, you know, and by taking care of it, it means rinsing it after you use wiping it off and just hanging it. I'll put it on a cup, hang it so it's not laying in water um, so it doesn't tarnish, but it could last you a lifetime. Otherwise, replace it when it tarnishes. And then lastly, in the kit, because I know that the next dirtiest place inside your of your body, I guess, is your armpits, I include a 30-day um, supply of my detoxing deodorant for free so that you can try. Because most people, a lot of people are afraid. I know, you know, afraid to switch to a natural deodorant. They don't want to stink. So I'm giving you the opportunity to try it for free. Mine is baking soda free. The baking soda is what can cause that rash under your armpit. So baking soda free, and it uses, um, it's also, um, vegan. Um, we don't use beeswax in it. Um, so it is a vegan formula and it does have clay in it. So the clay will help detox your armpits um, and improve your overall health over time. The longer you use my deodorant, the more effective it is. So the dental detox kit is my way of putting it all together for you. Um, so I'll get you the link for that as well. And that is also a special discounted price um, as well for that. Fantastic. Really appreciate it, Tina. That is, uh, makes it easy for people to get started for that better uh, dental care and oil health. What about oil pulling? Quickly before we end. Cook oil pulling is popular, but y you know, the pain point, every person that oil pulls, when I get this question and I ask them, what's the pain point? Why don't you like doing it? If you don't do it, why don't you like doing it? It's the 20 minute factor. You know, you have to swish it for 20 minutes. And most people cut that short and they have proven. I know there's a lot of people out there. Oh, you don't have to do it for 20 minutes. You're still going to get the benefits. If you really want the true benefits, 20 minutes is the time frame. So the oil pulling's great. The problem is the 20 minutes. So what I've done with my products is um, the dirty mouth tooth powder and the gum serum are are actually more effective than 20 minutes of oil pulling because the clay, one of the reasons, a couple reasons um, that you oil pull, you want to pull toxins. It's for detoxifying the mouth, resetting the microbiome, and then whitening the teeth. And honestly, in brushing two minutes a day, twice a day with my system, you're doing something that's actually more effective. Clay is more effective at pulling toxins than oil. 
than um, than coconut oil. Um, it's more effective at whitening, and it helps because it's belt, it's got baking soda in it. It's going to help reset the microbiome inside the mouth. Um, as far as oils go, the reason I chose olive oil over coconut oil for my gum serum is because if you read the research. Olive oil is more effective than coconut oil. So really you should be, if you're gonna oil pull and you wanna use something more effective, you should be using olive oil. But m the taste of olive oil is, if you've ever like just tried to swallow olive oil, straight. It's not good. It doesn't taste good. It's very pungent, very potent. So that's the reason coconut oil became really popular is because coconut oil is tolerable. You can tolerate that inside your mouth. Um, whereas coke, olive oil, you can't. So the reason I used it is because it's actually better. It's got more nutrients in it and it's, um, it's more detoxifying for, and soothing for your gum tissue. So by using the gum serum, doing my, um, my um, dirty mouth tooth powder, you are doing the same thing in two minutes a day. And then on top of that, if you want to do the light therapy, you're actually doing even more. So um, while I don't tell people don't olive, don't oil pulls, if, if you want to go for it, but you really do need to do the 20 minutes of oil pulling. So I, I just found something that works better and mm. a lot less time doesn't add anything to your day. Um, two minutes, twice a day. Yeah. That is incredible. Like the whole, like, how do you save time so you can actually spend the time with the people that you want to be with and, and show up instead of sitting with the coconut oil or something else that just adds to your day. Fantastic, Trina. I always ask before we end, um, what are like uh, one to three uh, things you would say to listeners about how to live a happy, healthy, and meaningful life? Say that again. I, you just trailed yeah. off. Um, what are one to three things that you would advise the listeners in regards to live a happy, healthy, and meaningful life? Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, mouth health, you know, starts inside your mouth. Good health starts inside your mouth. So definitely take a look at what you're using. Um, dental care is, I, when people ask me, how, what do I change first? Because I do a lot of talks about skincare as well. Um, and personal care products, deodorant. People get confused and don't know where to start. I always say start with your mouth because it's not hard to throw away um, a toothpaste that didn't cost you very much. It's not as hard to throw that away as a face serum that you paid a lot of money for. Mm. You'd be more willing to toss your toothpaste and buy something else. So I always say start with your dental health and your deodorant. The reason I threw a deodorant in the kit is because that's another place. Those two, those are the two places I tell people to start your mouth and your, your deodorant, because those are, you're using those every day. And those are, those places are very toxic and very important to keep healthy. It's going to impact the rest of your health. Making sure a tip, this is what I like to tell people, you know, as far as your oral health goes, um, this is the one time I say, eat your dessert first. Um, most people are like, eat your dessert last. You have to eat all your veggies. And I say, eat your dessert first because those sugars and all the bad stuff that it's creating, the acids and the sugars in your dessert are going to destroy your mouth. And if that's the last thing you ate, that's the last thing that's being left inside your mouth. So what I tell people is if you really want to have dessert, eat it first. And then what's on your plate, whether you have dessert or not, save your green vegetables. Or if you're not eating green vegetables, save your vegetables for last, at least one or two bites. 
eat everything else, eat your meat, eat your potatoes, whatever, but save at least a bite or two because it's the last bite that's going to matter. That's what's going to kind of stay inside your mouth. And if you're eating your alkaline vegetables last, that's what's going to set your mouth up. Finally, the last tip that I have for keeping your mouth healthy is, um, it, you know, the last thing that you can do is take a swig of water um, after you dr after you eat or even drink. If you have coffee, um, tea, soda, swig some water, swish it in your mouth, in and out of your teeth. It's going to help remove the acids and then swallow it. That way, the that you're not leaving that acidic. Um, environment, you know, you're swishing it with something that's more neutral, which is like water, what water would be. And then if you can brush your teeth, you can, but most people don't during the day. So um, that will definitely help keep your mouth more alkaline and getting rid of anything that's sugary or acidic. Um, you swallow that. Fantastic. One, uh, one comment though, on eating the dessert first, uh, I just had a guy on earlier today who is doing the glucose monitor. So I think I would probably be eating it in between or in the middle, because if you eat sugars in the start, your glucose levels are going to spike a lot more. Where if you eat your proteins or your fats first, uh, your glucose level is going to be much more stable. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good point. Totally. Yeah. The, the main thing is just if you're going to have dessert, like you can eat it last, yeah. like that's all up to you. Or just, but just the vegetables. Yes. Follow it with this or, yeah. you know, even a little sprig of something, you know, broccoli or something just follow it with something like that um, or an herb like peppermint, you know, or um, parsley, you know, follow it with something like that or a swig of water. Eating it in the middle, like you said, is going to be less of a spike on your, um, uh, on your blood sugar. So that's great. Awesome. That, uh, yeah, but it makes sense. Like if you eat it in the end, that's what stays in the teeth. Yep. So yeah, um, yeah definitely another layer to, uh, to eating. So uh, thank you very much for that. You're Time welcome. is running. Um, I promise you it wouldn't be too long. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate testing the stuff and, uh, and sharing my experiences as well and that we have an alternative. I'm really excited about the, the photobiomodulation for the teeth. That's going to be fun to try. And just remember, it doesn't take long. Your mouth heals very quickly. So people that have had um, dental health issues can heal very quickly. I had one lady who had six cavities and needed a root canal and bought my dirty mouth tooth powder as a last resort to hopefully not get any more cavities. She used it for a couple of weeks, went to see her dentist to get her root canal done. And he, she sat down in the chair. He took one look at her mouth, sent her home and said, Miss Gibbs, you only have one small cavity and it doesn't need a root canal. Go home. So it can happen very quickly, but you have to change the environment inside your mouth um, in order for things to make a change. So thank you so much for letting me mouth off with you today. I had a lot of fun and people can find me. If you're looking for me, find me at Primal Life Organics, but you'll get the best deals on pricing for these products um, if you just click the links that um, we're going we're gonna to provide. Fantastic. I'll link to uh, your Instagram, your website and the different things so, uh, so people can find you. Ah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Island. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes on how to be the best version of yourself. And if you found this show helpful, then please leave us a review so more people will learn about the podcast or share with a friend who can benefit from it too. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.